Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Nothing to me says romance like looking for condoms and Hennessy. <laughs> She's the crazy one of the season. And the I drunk. Mean, he calls her naggy. His shirt's open like a Colombian drug lord. He does not like pizza. Can we talk about the big, wide, open fish mouth? He's like a walking success poster. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, welcome to the Bachelor Podcast, and much like Bachelor in Paradise, way too many dudes in this room right now. That's right. Uh, Christine, vacation. Katie, vacation. My name's Ryan Jones, I'm here, and uh, with Matt Munson, who not only was a star in The Bachelorette, but was quite the star on (laughs) Bachelor in Paradise this week. So, Matt, welcome back. How are we? We are fantastic. I'm a little upset you didn't show up in a costume. Yeah. Well... I think it's time I kind of put the costumes in a closet once and for all. <laughs> Not even just the penguin outfit, but yeah. I was kind of hoping maybe you'd, I don't know, try to impress me a little bit, maybe wear the dress again. Um, you know, I kept the penguin outfit because, you know, Halloween is right around the corner. I didn't get a chance to keep the dress, though. And the thing fits so well, don't you think? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You got just enough shoulder out of it. Well, you got some shoulder. Yeah. And um, how'd you like that farmer's tan I was sporting, too? That was well, <laughs> you know, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna go drag, you might as well bring your own flair to it. And so if that happens to be with a, a tan line, then yeah, I yeah. think that's okay. You need a sing- uh, signature feature, too. Yeah, I mean, you already had the penguin thing, so in the, in the world of drag, you needed your own thing. And yeah. so your thing, next time you're at a drag bar, your thing is, is just gonna, you're gonna have to have some tan lines. Tan lines. Before before you, you, we went down that road, we got introduced to this new season, which we were talking a little bit before we came on here, but Bachelor in Paradise is fun. It is fun, and I had no idea how much fun when I was filming the thing, because I had never watched it before. So for me, to go from the Penguin, my early entrance, to really in the same 24 hours, drag, all in the same day, it was a lot for my introduction to Paradise. But um, And so you didn't watch... <laughs> I mean, you, you said you didn't watch it, but you didn't go back and watch old clips I or watched, anything? I watched the premiere from last year. That was it. Wow. And then I really never watched The Bachelorette, to be honest, either. I don't think I... Uh, clips. Clips of The Bachelorette. That was it. But in a way, I think it kind of worked in my favor because I didn't really... I didn't have expectations. I just figured I'd go into it blindly and see... Just play it by ear. So I get... So, that was that was even in that first episode of Paradise. It was just me having a good time and this going is what we with call, the flow. This is what we call tease, but I think that might have hurt you later on. Bump, bump, bump. We'll talk okay. about that later. Right. I made a little note here. We're going to go back to that, but we get to see this intro, and you know, at first Chris comes out and does his. You know, listen, this is what happened. Yeah, right, and right, right. People came here for a couple days, and so was it only really just like two and a half days? Yes, before those, production stopped. That first episode was shot in two and a half days. That's pretty accurate. I think we started on a Sunday, and I remember by like Wednesday morning we were shut down. You know, you go there, you go there like evening, like mid afternoon, early evening on a on a Sunday, and yeah, that whole next day we filmed. I can remember 
You wake up Tuesday. I don't know if this is giving away too much, but we're sort of kept separate from the girls the day of the um, the day of the rose ceremony. So you're doing your own thing. You're prepping for a rose ceremony, and then you know we all head to the rose ceremony. We're we're in the room, and Chris comes out, and you know he's just got a look on his face like I'd never really seen before. Usually, you know, usually when he comes around, it's something something's going to happen. Right. But it was a, it was a different feel in the room and you could see the producers were all just had shaky looks on their face and didn't really know what was going on, you know, everybody was just kind of being kept abreast of the situation as it developed. So, um everybody looked a little frantic and everybody looked really upset, you know. I I saw something the other night, I think on one of the whether it was Extra or Excess Hollywood talking about how it was a publicity thing. I mean, I can tell you I was there. It was very real. The emotion was very sincere. You know, people put their lives on hold, not just the not just the cast members, these producers, you know, go away from loved ones for for this extended period of time. Um uh, this is their livelihood. Um and and they they put a lot into this thing to make it work and to and to make it entertaining for everybody. So I think when um you know, I think when this whole thing broke, everybody was was um you know, not ter- not too sure what to think. So, you know, it happened just like you saw it. Uh, sh- cameras went down. Um, they kept some, you know, the basically the the cameras that aren't handheld. I mean, I, don't, I forget what they call them. But like the little GoPros? Yeah, the GoPros that are up in the ceilings and everything. Um, some stayed on for security purposes because that we were, like, in a heightened state of, like, you know, w- what do we do here? More, mostly, really, what do we not do here? Um you know, like even the the couples that were starting to develop, nobody was really allowed to stay together. Um, it, it, everything was really put on pause there for, I think, a couple days. I think we stopped Wednesday, and by Friday, without um, you know any progress being made, they just thought that it was not uh, cool to keep us on set for any longer. So they sent us back to the. Uh, back to the hotel, and we stayed there all weekend. And then by Sunday, that's when they just came out and said, you know, this isn't looking good, and we can't keep you guys hanging around Mexico. we got to send you home. And at that point, I firmly believe it was going to be canceled. So and then two weeks later, they called us back, and the beach got reopened. So from the time that Chris sat you guys down or whatever – Right through the hotel where they sent you home. There's no cameras on you, other than again the the standard That's it. one. Yeah, no, there was no cameras. Um, you know, at first you wonder. You know what I mean? You wonder because you just you sort of get entrenched in this world. You don't really know what's going on. You know, so it's a little surreal. You would you would see those rotating cameras, but I think they were really there to just kind of keep an eye on everything. We were, ke- you know, people are, people were. You know, it's like um, kind of. Uh, keeping vigil, you know what I mean, or holding vigil, whatever you want to say. Like they, they were people were concerned about, you know, um, just crossing those lines that some thought we are we had already crossed. Right. Um, and as it turned out, I think we, I think it was proven that you know nothing really went wrong. It was just you know a bunch of adults who can make their own decisions, and you know when it comes to alcohol, when it comes to, um. You know, hooking up with each other. I mean, everybody is, everybody is, you know, pushing thirty basically. I mean, hovering right around thirty. Like, no one there is is twisting our arms to do anything we don't want to do. And uh, I think that got proven in the long run that you know there was no foul play. Um, 
I mean, it's too bad. I mean, Demario, um, people can say what they want about him, but he added a lot to the equation when he was there for those first few days. And then to you know have that be ruined, to not have the guy around and not you know him not come back, it just wasn't right for him to come back for the, the way I can understand it. But like then the wedding that took place, not to be able to go to the wedding, that that sucked. So um, it wasn't quite the same when we all went back. You know, it, it, some things were lost in that in that uh, shutdown, the, those couple weeks off. Um, so I mean, it wasn't the summer that everybody I think had hoped for. But in the end, we were able to salvage something. And I think from what I've watched so far, um, the best thing for everybody at home is we were able to to salvage some good television. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's like we were saying at the beginning, this is fun. Mm-hmm. And so not that Bachelor and Bachelorette aren't, but it's just a different vibe. Yeah, I think that in you know, my mind the difference is just uh, in watching those episodes, there's a lot of pent-up, you know uh, – dramatic flair to the whole thing. You know what I mean? It's just it's a it's intense. Watching that show, there's so much build up and what's going to happen next. This thing is fast moving. It's um it's just enjoyable. Like I said, I really didn't know what I was getting into when I was filming the thing, but now to watch the playback, I'm laughing and having more fun with this than I did um watching watching the Bachelorette. And um you know, to see all my friends um uh, you know, going through the same things I am. Um, getting to know these girls, it was just a lot of fun, and and I think you're you're seeing that as you watch the playback. Yeah, and it was sort of interesting because once we found out that they were going to address the shutdown, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you have this really weird juggling act of it's fun, 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 but listen, we have to stop it down and we have to talk about something that potentially is is super serious sure. and. That's a really hard line to walk, and I think you saw that not just from Chris, but from you guys. You weren't quite sure exactly what to say mm-hmm. because you, no one really yeah. knew the situation. I mean, you were there. There's a lot of gray area. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and so even from the shutdown to when they brought you all back and sort of, it, it was almost after school spe- specialist in a way it did feel that way but yeah you know we have to talk about drinking we have to talk about consent mm-hmm. all by the way hugely important things but unfortunately had to be talked about like again at this age when you're in your 30s yeah you should these things should be sort of common knowledge to you Go without saying yeah. but unfortunately this brought everything like hey maybe we should just have a quick round yeah. table like hey is this consent is that consent and well a very different vibe from what we're used to but a necessity because hey there were some very serious stories thrown around that ultimately ended up not really being true but still you needed to address yeah. what well, people were talking about couldn't tuck it under the rug i mean i uh not to go off on a tangent by any means but you know what i've come across uh while the season of The Bachelorette and even now with Paradise, you have a lot of young kids watching these shows. Like, I mean, I don't I don't know right or wrong. I don't really know. But like Paradise, I have some younger cousins. I, I was almost like, you know, maybe maybe not for them. But, you know, this is sort of the PG-13 rated um, part of the franchise. But no, it's it's um, you know, you got a lot of like 16 year old girls watching the show. So I think you have to take that into consideration um, when you when we decided whether or not to address this thing, you couldn't you couldn't just pretend it didn't happen. Obviously, I mean everybody was well aware of it. 
Um, and I th- I thought there was an opportunity there to try to turn it into something positive. Yeah, I mean, I remember sitting in the Rose Room that day talking to Chris. It was a little awkward. We didn't really – we had just gotten back, so we really hadn't heard a lot about – you know, all we knew that it was Warner Brothers did an investigation, things had been cleared up, and we could move forward. Um, we didn't really want to get into detail too much. Um, those those three topics of conversation, we wanted to make sure we addressed them and um, gave them a very serious tone because they're they're serious matters. And then um, and then I think we wanted to move on with our summer and try to have a good time and and try to not let you know some unfortunate events, um, which you know. Just, just to try to put them them behind us and and um, try to get what we came for, or try to do what we came for, and that was to just have a blast in Mexico, and then um, and you know hopefully some people would would fall in love with each other. And it was curious though that you have the whole sit down and, and talk about everything, and and it's a good point that with with younger people watching it is if you think about after school specials, it's the actors aren't going through those things in after-school specials for them. It's for the people that exactly. are actually watching the after-school. Yeah. So more than for you guys, it's really for the younger people that are watching. I think so. But it was interesting that you go through all that, and then Chris says, okay, who wants to stay or who wants to go forward with this? I mean, I think at that point, isn't getting on the plane to coming back sort of yeah. already saying, like, yeah, I want to do this again? Yeah, um, I would agree with that. I mean – that was all. There were there were points where I, you know, we probably could have just ended it there. But I think, um, you know, like I just think that we wanted to clarify with everybody watching that you know nobody was there, like because they were like contractually had to come back. Because I had a lot of people actually, I had a lot of people say, you know, because we shut down for two weeks, got the call on like a Tuesday, we were going to go back on a Friday, I think. And it was basically, um, you know, do you want to come back? And and uh, I definitely had some doubts about whether or not I wanted to go back. Um, but some people would say, well, don't you have to go back? You know, isn't that in your contract? you got to go back. No one had to go back. We all had the option to, to, to stay home. Um, and as you see, everybody did, you know – End up going back and and you know being being uh, in paradise for at least uh, I think we filmed once we got back I think it was like another five days before we had another no we had to we had to pick up right where we left off which was at that first rose ceremony then we filmed for a few more days and had another rose ceremony two or three more days but I think that was part of the misunderstanding too it's not like we all were forced to we all wanted to be there. And uh, I think I think we were all glad we went back and and at least carried it forward a, a little further. And um, I I had some of the most fun that I had the whole time being there um, in those first few days back. I mean, we laughed a lot. And I think that was when we all went back there. We had all been through a lot together. That was the other thing. You know, it was sort of a you know you you don't want to make it sound too dramatic, but I mean that was a very strange thing to be part of. And I think. People at home don't realize, like, when, when we left Mexico and we got back and all that news had already broken and, you know, different outlets were trying to reach out to us and wanted our take on what went down. And, you know, not many people really knew what went down. We were sort of around it, but we weren't right there while it was happening. And, and they wanted our accounts of what went on. And, and um, you know, 
it was a tough deal for everybody that was there. So to come back and then, you know, be expected to talk about it and everything, we were still trying to process what what had actually happened. So, um, yeah, I think we had been it. It brought us all closer. We've been through um, a pretty a pretty tough situation together, and when we I think we bonded um, over it. And then when we all got back, we just we tried to enjoy ourselves without all that tension and that awkwardness that surrounded us before we left. But that's a, so you touched on a little bit. So just to reiterate, you guys clear as day. Did not have to go back. No, there was no, nothing we really, that said, we really didn't. We're, nope. We can tell you you need to show up in Mexico, which is a terrible thing to have to say. But yeah, so there's nothing saying you had to be back. I there. can tell you that you know we we talk everybody that was in Mexico, and we were very encouraging of one another to go back because everybody had their doubts, but everybody was like, "Look, I want to go back, and I think you should too." Well, I don't know if I really want to go back. No, 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 you got to come back. We started this thing together. Let's at least make take a shot at finishing it together. So, um, you know. If anybody had doubts, there were people there, cast members, that were encouraging um, everybody to try and finish what we started. So, but, but contractually from producers, from ABC, from the production company, um, it wasn't an obligation. We, had, you know, we all went through what we went through. I think everybody that makes the show appreciated that, appreciated the time and, and um, you know, that that. We took off from work and everything else we had going on here to try to do this thing, and they said, "If you just want to go back to your to your um, what you have going on at home, that's fine. You don't have to come here." We all took it upon ourselves. We wanted to go back and and try to finish the thing out. So I'm glad and we it, did. And it came up in the sort of the roundtable, but I think is also important. You know, we talk every week here when something will happen. Be like, oh, I wonder if they really wanted to do that, or if that's a producer thing. But it it, it came up a couple times. Of people saying like no one has ever told me do X Y or Z. Mm-mm. You know, you guys have full free will. Like so, sometimes it sort of gets lost because even I think it was Taylor who was like, "I love your character," and like, no, like this is <laughs> like yes, I understand reality TV isn't necessarily real, real, real. But what you guys are doing, and you had said this a few weeks ago, but no one ever came up to you and said, "We're going to uh, need you to do this." No, 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 no. Uh, they they can't make you do anything you don't want to do. I think that um, it's funny because even as you watch now these first couple episodes of Paradise, what you see, you know, they obviously the editing, but but like I was saying to somebody that I was watching with, like they don't they can't put the words in your mouth. They can't force you to say them. They can't somehow like make your lips say certain words. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you say the things you say and and. You know, I could tell you that everything you're watching now went on to some extent, you know, whether or not it was like highlighted a bit or accentuated or enhanced. You know what I mean? Like Ben Z, he loves his dog, but that's not all he talks about. <laughs> we, we, he and I spent a lot of time getting to know each other. He's a good dude. He's an interesting guy. It's, you know, but he did. He loves his dog. So like that was his thing. But again, to your point, the show um, – unbeknownst to me because I didn't watch it is so silly and and refreshing and so it's sort of like the um you know antithesis, antithesis to um to the bachelorette I think it's your relief you know it's your comedic relief to the bachelorette yeah this is because you know we get bachelor and bachelorette sort of back to back and yeah. it's sort of the very sort of high tense you oh, know yeah. again team whoever team whoever sure and then in bachelor in paradise you're just sort of like team everyone team everybody everybody gets a second shot at finding love everybody um 
you know, it, it's not easy. Bachelorette takes a lot out of you. So now it's just like, we're here. We're going to invite you to have an adult spring break, so to speak. Yeah. Hang out on the beach, enjoy yourselves, get to know one another, and if something comes of it, then then great. But I I just think that to watch, you know, everybody kind of has their thing, and it's all it's all funny, and and you know, people just have to go along with the theme of this show, and that's just to just like the show does. It takes it it doesn't take itself serious, seriously at all. It sort of makes fun of itself with paradise. For sure. I think everybody else has to just not take it so seriously, and I think so far from what I've heard, people are having a lot of fun watching it. And um, for me, it's fast moving. It's it's a lot of laughs, and I mean, what do you think so far? Yeah, I, I thought you know most of it was was really good. I mean, obviously you had the, the stop down, and then the wedding was great. But I mean, to take up sort of like half of a full episode. I mean, if you're going to give us four hours, I would have liked to have been like four hours, and then we're going to put the wedding sort of separate, oh, as see, opposed yeah. to like you know Tuesday sit down and we're like, hey, the first hour is like all the wedding, all the wedding, yeah, which is great. And Carly and Evan were one of the best things to talk about for us last sure, year, right? Because right. if you watch the recap, I mean, they were the last person you would people you'd ever expect to get together. I know, I know. I mean, That's they were just funny. so they were sniping back and forth, and she was saying all these terrible things about him. But then ultimately, he 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 won her over. Yeah, I mean. Um... I guess I, I've never met them. I've heard they're great. Um, I heard they're both a little quirky in their own ways, and like, I guess their quirks just line up perfectly. Um, but yeah, they. I think we, what you got to realize too is this was a this was a shortened filming period, so they they do have to elongate things a little bit. <laughs> Fill to in try, those gaps. Yeah, I mean, so that that's why you probably saw so much of the wedding. Um, but yeah. Um, I didn't. So from what I understand now, I guess I guess we're just looking at Mondays, right? It's next yeah, Monday. Yeah, so let, Monday. Like, let's you know we're gonna get into it and, and you no know, more back to backs. No more back to backs. I don't think. Um, but if it, I mean I'm not against here. It. I'm don't, asking you. I don't, yeah, I mean don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not opposed to four hours of Bachelor in Paradise in my week, but uh-huh. I'd like it to be all Bachelor in Paradise. Like I would have preferred like, hey, let's take. At, you know, let's take the, the Evan and Carly wedding and let's make it its own thing. Yeah, okay, like a special. Yeah. I think that was intended originally. Yeah, but then all of a sudden, like, oh, we lost two weeks of filming. Exactly. Let's. I mean, let's we throw really were. There. We did it for half the time than we were supposed to. <sighs> so you sort of have to. But that being said, like it's still entertaining for two hours Monday night. Like yep. that was entertaining. For I think, sure. So. And so let's let's get into the meaty stuff. Okay, um, cool. And, and the fun meat, not like what we were just dealing with. Uh, uh, so. The stop notwithstanding, you know, we we had a pretty good group, group, I think. And so you had Dean, Raven, Vinny, Amanda, Robbie, Diggy, yourself, Mm -hmm. Christina, Ben Z, which I like how they have to add the Z so that he doesn't, you know, defame the the famous Ben. Um, Iggy, Jasmine, Danielle, Derek, Alexis, Lacey, and of course, everyone's favorite Jorge, who then turned into everyone's favorite Wells. Because if you got rid of Jorge, and, and I know you hadn't watched the series really, but he was maybe the most popular person. He was like a pillar of in paradise. In all of paradise. Yeah. So if you were going to get rid of him, and it was super sweet how you know he did his own little send-off, Wells was a great replacement. Perfect. Everyone likes Wells. Everybody. Like, and, and I'm not just saying that because he's a radio guy too. Yeah, you know, sure, a it, it, little special place Adds in my heart. To it, sure. Because he also uh, isn't necessarily built like all y'all. He's more... While he's in better shape than me, he doesn't have the muscles like me, so it's a bit of a different. I get it. No, vibe. I, I completely understand. So perfect choice. Because yeah, who doesn't like agree. Wells? Like, yeah, I've never heard anybody say. I haven't, anything. I haven't talked to one person, and and 
you know, I got to spend a little more time with him a couple weeks ago in L.A. Freaking awesome guy. Yeah. Awesome. And so just a great group. And I like how – so Raven arrives first. And, again, good person to kick it off with because much much like Nick, um, who she then was connected to, but a runner-up and mm-hmm. ready to, to dive back in. But then they send Dean in next, almost like they were trying to, like, yeah. let's get the two favorites to try uh-huh. to uh-huh. connect. Uh-huh. And it didn't really happen. Nope. And that is more evidence to my point that I made earlier that, like, you know, they can – everybody can, you know, sort of have their wishful thinking. But in the end, this is going to transpire like we want it to. You know what I mean? No one's really – no one's pushing anyone towards someone else. Um, I'm sure in some – I saw some things online. I mean, I'm sure people were dreaming of the day that – I mean, that's, that is the dream yeah. Bachelor Nation couple. Yeah, I mean, just, you have two younger contestants who were both huge fan favorites. Right, right. And the producers at this point are like, oh, my God, we'll put them the first two in paradise. And sure. it'll be like our, for, for lack of a better phrase, like our Adam and Eve of this right. Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> and they can sort of – but then Christina had to come along and screw it yeah, all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then she comes and all of a sudden that's the connection, which yeah, right away. And Christina was was fascinating when she was she was on The Bachelor, but I don't know. I thought we, again, if you're putting these puzzle pieces together, I don't know that I would have put Dean and Christina. But lo and behold, whether it's connecting over their family, I think that had something to do with it. Yeah, and they just seem to seem to sort of click. Well, I mean, right off the bat, they I mean they look cute together. I can tell you they work well, cute yeah. together. You know, I mean, I. I traveled back with them. Um, I traveled back to the states with them after the shutdown, and um, you know I was sitting behind them. They were off to the left. They they were. It, it was all real. I mean, their <laughs> their chemistry, their connection early on was great. They hit it off. They were very cute together. Like I said, I was walking through the airport with them, watching them as I sat on the plane. I'm like, these two, this could work. Um, You'll have to stay tuned and of see course. if that's how it pans but it was, out. But it was crazy because then we start getting caught up on sort of what happened during the break. And and for him to basically go to her hometown, her adopted hometown, mm-hmm. and then take a road trip to Chicago. I'm like, this is stuff you do, I mean, with people that you've been dating for months, let alone true. two and a half days. Yeah, like That true. was, but, I mean, in a good way because, again, it showed how quickly things can progress. Yeah, and again – you know, it's it's frustrating to have done the show and then to deal with the questions, you know, about whether or not it's real, whether or not this can really happen. Um, you spend a lot of time together. You know what I mean? It's all so concentrated. It's all very concentrated. Yeah, you you can understand it. Like, even if you're with each other for 10 days and every day you're with that person and for a big chunk of the day, you can start to feel pretty, you know, pretty connected to them quickly. Uh, you know, whereas if when you're home, you see somebody every few days, whatever, um, you got a lot of other things going on. I mean, we're focused on uh, just the 18 people that were there originally and getting to know them. And, and for some people who found some romantic connections, um, some of them got intense right off the bat. So, yeah, I mean, they, 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 it was a very whimsical, very, um, Intense situation between them early on, and, and they then, weren't the only ones because then you have you have the crier as as he even called himself Derek, and Taylor who was bringing sort of her own baggage in just because 
Again with her and who's the cor- the cor- uh, crier again? Derek uh, is he crier? Yeah, well because oh he had a moment where he cried. So then he you got do one thing home. once and then you're yeah that guy he got you know just like you're you know <laughs> you're the penguin, you're the penguin guy. Yeah, 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 guy. Yeah, you do one so thing and then that he gets sent home and he just was bawling and which at, you've been through the process. It's very emotional. Oh, very emotional. But yeah, he maybe not the best crier in the okay, world. Okay, um, I see. And so he's the crier, and Taylor was bringing in her baggage because she had had it out with Corinne. I knew that, yeah. And so the whole emotional intelligence, and they went through their own thing. That was just very quick. So, I mm-hmm. mean, another example of, hey, when, you, when you're put in this sort of Petri dish, things can happen. Yeah, you know, I know that uh, – I know Taylor had some doubts about coming. So when her and Derek hit it off, I thought that was great because um, – Again, you don't know if paradise is really for you. And then when you're able to uh, form a connection so quickly with somebody. And again, you know, some, I, I, my opinion, like if, you, if it takes a long time for two people to get on the same page and connect with each other, then, you know, in the end, it's probably, you know, I guess you could have two people that automatically are into one another and then it fades quickly. You have that too. Oh, yeah, the burning out for sure. Yeah, I mean, you can burn out. But these two, like, it started off at just the right pace. And For both of them, I think. Yeah, it was perfect. I mean, you're you're watching it, and um, I was around it, and I could say that what you see is what you get. They had a lot. Of, they had a you know just seemed to you know there was a cool thing that Derek did was you know he didn't bro out with everybody else. He went towards the you know female yeah. population at, on the beach and knew the one that he he was drawn to. And that's who he spent his time focusing on, not just catching up with all the dudes that he hadn't seen in a while. So, like, he did the smart thing. He focused on the girls when some of us kind of got – I thought the fun, my funniest part so far was when Iggy gets there and he and Dean just they like, can't keep their hands off Seriously, that was – I mean, that could have been a finale scene of a romantic comedy. Was, you had the arms in each other in yeah. the water. I mean, yeah. it's like, oh, my – again, I know everybody loves Dean. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but even the guys love him. <laughs> that was uh, that yeah. was a little something. It was intense, but like you know, when I started seeing that, when I even saw Robbie with his different bathing suits, I mean, the whole thing is just you can't help but laugh. Um, and had you met Robbie before? That was my first time with okay. Robbie. So, what Robbie showed in Paradise so far is pretty much exactly what we saw with him on The Bachelorette. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I thought he he let it off perfectly when he was going to get ready for his date. How he was he was almost personally offended that he couldn't bring his suits and his pocket squares and right, his lapel right, pins. Right. That's Robbie, and That's then Robbie, the yeah. hair, uh-huh. which it was done a little differently, but his ridiculous hair yes. and his suits—that was Robbie through the mm-hmm. entire season. Okay, and and then obviously the other part is the abs, which mm-hmm. and there's I, at least twelve of them. Yeah, and for for those of you Believe listening. I'm pointing to where I would have abs if there were abs, but you're supposed to have like six. I've heard. Well, you he's know, some got, people can go like as many 80. as eight. Um, well, but he added a zero because they're just ten like or twelve. I'm all telling in you. there. Yeah, they're in there, and there's not only abs, but there's a lot of vascularity going on. It's, I mean, the guy is chiseled. He's yeah. all cut up. He's and, all cut up. And Raven, I mean, as if she needed to score more brownie points with me. Uh-huh. First, she says, you work out too much. So I'm thinking, uh-huh. oh, okay. She's talking about me now. That, no, Raven. She's, she's looking for people like me who, okay, I, I don't have any muscles. Over here, girl. I think she, um, what I might, from, you know, the amount that I've gotten to know her, she wants a regular guy, 
Um, so, I mean, you got to see how this pans out with her, but I mean... Raven. I do have her contact. I'm just saying, just Raven, so you know. at Bachelor Podcast, reach out. I You, you looking for no muscles? I got you. I got you covered, girl. You want regular guy? Right up her alley. I'm That's right. You. There's there are no abs here to get get worried about. You worried about dating people prettier than you? No. No worries here. No. I've got you covered. But it, it was just, and again, it's another example of just how funny it is because even though in a normal situation that can come across sort of sort of mean spirited. Yeah. In this situation, like no, it's he's the hair and yeah, it's and, intense. and I mean the he chiseledness. Is, he is the. Um, the human Kendall. Yeah, and yeah. a lot, but a lot of for a lot of girls, trust me, I've experienced it, are totally into that. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and even during his season, I mean, girls went nuts for him. But it's good to see it's not for everyone. Yeah, because you know there are some of us out there, maybe don't have even the six pack. Let and alone we, f- we find out now by watching Paradise that that's okay. Yeah, I know we're we're okay. Sure, they don't <laughs> want any of us on the show, <laughs> but it's okay for us watching to see that. Uh, but you know we're we're sort of dancing around. I think the most important uh, thing that happened, which well, let's not waste any more time. Let's not waste any more time because uh, Nick came in and he was all about Jasmine. He was like he was he was coming there for Jasmine, and he even he went in for the kiss, and it was like all right, this is going to happen. Uh-huh. But then what happens? Our guy Matt swoops in yeah. and just takes her away well, from... Well, that's how it looked. Let me, oh, let here me, we go. Let's try no, to no, defend no, 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 it. No, 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 Come no, on now. You stole her. Let's just I say did, it. You know, it looked like that. It really did. But let me tell you, that first day is long. You get a lot of sun. So it's just kind of like... The, in Looking back, in retrospect, it's a little blurry. I didn't remember it happening just like that. Dig, and keep I digging. didn't know. Okay. I didn't know how... First of all... I did have an idea how drunk Nick was. I did <laughs> okay, have a pretty good idea of that. That's a good start. That's a good start. But I, I did know that, but I did not know how how intent he was on meeting Jasmine. So he didn't share that with the guys? No, I mean... Or if he did, you don't recall. I do not recall. Well, it's not like we all sit down and just... And well, they showed some of that, though. Out. They showed some of that. Who are you interested in? Who are you interested yeah, in? I don't even... Yeah, I mean, I don't remember hearing that. And so... I can tell you that he came with like direct intentions, as I find out later. For myself, I had no intentions. I didn't even know if I was going to want to hang out in paradise forever. So I was very open minded, and I don't, I don't even think you see in the in the playback me really being like very aggressive or like. Oh, it was definitely her leading the way for yeah, sure, so which I, I mean, totally dug. So I mean, how that's how it went down, you know, and. I figured this girl's the life of the party. Yeah. She's she's kind of getting me off my seat and out of my comfort zone and into this crazy uh, party that is paradise and allowing me to have a good time. So yeah. that's where we connected. She never has a problem having fun. She's a blast. Everybody loves her. Me, I'm always kind of like a little slow to develop and to get you know comfortable. And she made me real comfortable early on. And... Um, you know, we'll get, I'm sure we're going to get to the date, but, oh, yeah. but like the way those first two and a half days played out, she was she was perfect for somebody like me who is, you know, a little more standoffish at first. And then when the date came around, I figured who better than, than Jazz? You know, she was great um, on, on our date. She It was just like that date was tailor-made for her. 
And I don't know. And the if, way I looked in that dress was Taylor Mayfield. Yeah, that's so let's, true. Let's, let's and we'll get to that. But you know, I don't know if you knew this before. Or it was till you watched it back. But she even said she's like, I'm interested in some of Rachel's guys because. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they're. Oh yeah, they yeah, might yeah. be interested in me if they were interested in her. Sure. A- and uh-huh. listen, if a beautiful woman walks up to me in that situation and says, "Let's go," and wants to going, lead yeah. me to the hot tub, you better believe I'm going. You're not thinking too much about no. it. No. Yeah. And so, I mean, good for you. Thank you. And <laughs> it looked like you guys were were gonna sort of well take off in a lot of different ways because the way they shot it. And I don't mm-hmm. know if whoever you were watching with noted or made comments, but and we've we've had this in Bachelor history before. When the camera ain't showing what's happening under the water, yeah. and she was she was rather active. Let's just she say was that active, yeah. But you know, I think my bathing suit might might have matched with the water, <laughs> but I had one on. I had one. It might have been blue, but I had one on. We were we were we had our suits on. It was, you know. You kept a PG-13. Yeah, it was PG-13. Well, and so then you get the date card. And I mean, at that point, I mean, is there – when they say you pick your queen, was there even any thought at that no, point No, at, at that else? point – at that point um, – I mean, she might have killed you anyways if you'd chosen someone else. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but no, it, it, it wasn't like that. We were still early on. Um, we knew that we were having fun together, and – and, you know, I knew we had discussed it. She'd never had a one-on-one. I never had a one-on-one. Let's go have a good time together. And I think that's even what I said in the clip. But um had no idea what we were in for. So <laughs> you, you never – you didn't know what queen was going to mean. No. And no. You know, I think that, um, you know, reality Steve puts out some stuff. I don't read it. But I think there was some little bit of, like, discussion about we were going to go I, – I can still remember sort of hearing, like, it's. I think we're. Somebody said. I think we might be going to a drag bar, but it was only because they. Because this date was set up so far in advance, uh, and I think some people had just read like Paradise Previews. Some. I think it was Jazz. Or so that said, was set up even. Before. Oh, that was set up months ago. I, I was. Listen. Once I got in that vehicle and was on my way to that club, I mean, it was pretty much destined. I was going to end up. You know. But at what point did you realize, or did someone even did it even get in your head at all? Like, oh. This is this is what the show is, or this um, is what. Well, the- well, I can remember being there, and, and you know, it's early. This is day two of Paradise, and I can remember you know being in the car, and all I was told by the producers is, you know, whatever happens, let's just have a good time here tonight. Let's just have fun with it. So I had no idea, but I knew it was going to be interesting, and um, you know, so when we walk in, um. Or in a drag club, which was not my first time in a, in a drag club. Just fine. In a drag bar. They're um, fun places to be. Yeah, I mean, I had been in the crowd a few times before. You know, I go to, like, uh, Provincetown, Massachusetts. I stay next a couple towns next door to Provincetown when I go to the Cape uh, during the summer all my life. Been to Key West. I mean, I was completely fine with, like, what we were getting ready to watch. I thought it would be a blast. I don't know if... Uh, I ever expected to be on stage, but so right up until when they ask for a volunteer, you're not thinking oh, no, at I all had, like I'm no going to be on stage. I really had no clue until I, so you see me go behind that curtain, and even at that point, I thought you know maybe like I'd be part of a judge panel or something like that. Really, that's really what I thought. Um, 
It's funny because, like, I remember just like everybody else in the audience, I raised my hand. They don't even show me raising my hand, but like, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm into this. Let's do it. Whatever's gonna, but I don't know how it doesn't cross my mind that if you go back there, you might end up in a dress. Um, but then as soon as I got back there, they sat me down. The makeup starts. Before I know it, they put the wig on, and I'm like, man, I already got one foot in now. Oh, you can't I'm back out. <laughs> You're pot committed at that point. And honestly, I was I remember cracking up. Everybody back there was dying laughing. The um you know everybody that did my makeup, the other drag queens there that night. So cool. I mean the whole thing was wild. It was how, wild. How it was a lot of fun. Were you in the chair? Like from backstage to back on yeah, back I mean, on stage backstage to on stage. What do you think? Uh it had to take but you know, ten, fifteen minutes to get me. To get me, you know, it's not easy to look like that. You know, I, you, I can imagine. <laughs> it's you know, the, it's, that been, it's been takes weeks. Work. It's been weeks since I've worn a dress. Okay, so. that's why I figured I was going to ask you when the last time was. No, that takes work. A um, lot of glitter. There was a lot of glitter. Well, there that, was so much glitter <laughs> because. So how long did it take at the end of the show to eat, to get you back? Because then all of a sudden it switches to you guys sitting at the table together. Yeah, what is that even a longer process to get everything no, off? I would say to make me look halfway decent as a chick took about. <laughs> well, but then back to you, I mean, because when oh, you guys uh, were sitting no, down that, talking, that was the hardest part, though, to get me to look, you know, semi acceptable <laughs> as a woman. Well, that was the best. Like that you make an a- ugly woman. <laughs> like, well, you're not wrong. Um, but you know, then it was. Then I think I came out a couple times. Then we danced a little bit um, to the song. That was the best part to me to put the pair. Now I can't get the freaking song out of my head, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, and and uh, so then I go back, and then to break everything down, um, that was probably a little quicker. Uh, and then and then to go out and sit and to go out and sit in the um, bar area like we were. There was still there was plenty of glitter on my face then. Couldn't, couldn't, didn't have enough time in the world to get all that glitter off my face, and it gets so stuck because, as you see, I hadn't shaved either, so like it was all stuck in my beard and everything. And then, uh, well, because you guys are sitting, you know, having your your talk, and then ultimately you start making out a little bit, and all were we, my girlfriend and I look at each other like glitter, what everywhere. There's a whole lot of glitter on his face. <laughs> Listen, that I went home that night. It was late, you know, probably one, two o'clock. Woke up the next morning, and then you got to go in and do interviews. And I just remember sitting in those interviews, and I, it took probably a tub of baby wipes, um, just scrubbing and scrubbing. And, like, I would turn my head to the right, and, oh, there's four or five more pieces of glitter. Uh, turn to the left. So, like, every time I shift my head in interviews, they're like, we can't interview because you got, you're covered in this stuff. Um, you know, it's – it's uh, Beauty is pain, you know what I mean? And that was painful. <laughs> I remember just having to scrub and scrub and scrub. Took like two or three showers, and probably by the end of the next day, I finally was back to normal. Um, but worth every second. I mean, that was a blast. And like I said, she was the one to take on that date. Some of the other girls would have been cool too, but like she was just, you know, the best person to have or have there. We danced. We we went along with it. We had a good time. I think the crowd loved it. Um, it was a great date. It was a good time. So you have this great time. Uh-huh. And then we obviously have the shutdown. You guys come back, and then they do sort of the, okay, who's been doing what? And all of a sudden it seems like, you know, she's still into you, but 
all of a sudden you're thinking, eh, maybe not well, so fast. Well, yeah, I think that sums it up. You know what I mean? That was my only thought that you, you know, time is limited there to begin with. Uh, you get back and now you're even, it's that much more hyphenated. Like you need to just, you know, to put all your eggs in one basket, I think, so quickly. It was only two days and a date. So, you know, it's a little expedited, and you just want to try to take a step back and and make sure that, like, you know, you're going down the right path for yourself. And that was my only doubts with her, as I said in the show, that, like, she's very, very intense. And as you've seen on the show, um, I'm so laid back. And I think sometimes people can complement each other perfectly. I think we were a little bit too far on opposite ends of the spectrum at that point. That's what's going through my head. And so I just wanted to try to, like, tread lightly once we got back from the shutdown. Right. And I get, you know, it it it, it might come across a little harsh. I'm like, I don't want to nail myself down. I'm like, okay. But... It this- had more to do with the fact that I just... We were... We're... We're, we're just very different. Right. You know? But so here's where I think maybe you, you missed out on not having watched the show before. Because you, okay. you knew Rose Ceremony was coming. Uh-huh. Why not just go go with it for like without causing any waves for like another 12 hours and well, then everyone's well, happy to do it. And then you can drop the like, eh, maybe not. I can't do I can't do that. You're going to. It's not like you had to go to bed with it. No, that I was know, great. I know, I know. That was awesome, though. I, she's like, oh, we're going to get demiked. I know where we can go. I mean, uh, that's a hard thing to turn down because yeah, but, she clearly had found a spot where they were looking to do more than. Yeah, but that, uh-huh. that just wasn't my mentality when I got back. You know, I wanted to slow down a little bit. Uh, these, it's tough for me to like get in that setting and and move as fast as as you need to move to like have something happen for yourself romantically. So like, you know, at first I was like, ah, whatever, let's just go with the flow and see what comes with. But then when I got back, I just kind of wanted to brace myself a little bit more, and and just slow down a little bit. Not not to not to like turn myself off to any possibilities, but just ride the brake a bit. So I think that uh, I think that. You see me just like kind of gathering myself a little bit, um, and she's 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 full throttle. Like there's no there's no riding to break with her, and that's that's what I decided to do is just like slow down a little bit when I got back. But yeah, so we so what did you see? So and oh, and and you were pointing out like I can't do that to her. If there is somebody there that she should give her rose to, and and you know she had doubts about where our thing was headed. I wanted to give her ample opportunity. Like I really so like, like Nick, who still, even despite you swooping in and stealing her away, was still like, no, like I'm still. He's still in there, and and we we I think uh, we had a you know sort of a gentlemanly understanding between you know we had talked. They don't show up, but like I'm like, dude, I don't mean anything by it. We're getting along. You got to do what you got to do too. So. You know, he continues to try to make advances, and, and you'll see that. But, like, I just wanted to, to let her know that, like, where I was at with the whole thing and give her an opportunity to – that's why I say I think, you know, you see me by, standing by the rock, and I'm just like, you know, keep me in suspense a little bit. Like, <laughs> think about Who's it. Make sure, you know. I didn't want to turn down the rose. I wanted to be there. I like spending time with her. But I didn't want to, like – 
I didn't want to, you know. You think you're maybe leading her on? I didn't want to. I didn't want to lead anybody because you saw other people just saying, "Hey, you give me a rose, I give you a rose," in a totally non-romantic way. Right, right, right. And this was this was a little more. This was more of a gray area. And and I didn't. Again, I liked. I had a great time there, but I didn't want to be there that badly that I it would take me to like screw somebody over. Didn't want to. If it would be different, you think if she said, "Listen, hey, maybe this isn't working, but let's. I'll give you a rose." I was hoping if that could, feel was there. Yeah, if that if we were on that same page, things might have transpired a little differently, which you'll see. But like, um, who knows? I mean, the rose ceremony's coming, and uh, which I don't think they've ever made us wait four hours for a damn rose crazy, ceremony. Before. Right? Now I know that obviously there's now a lot really, going on. Talk about keeping you in suspense. So I mean, we you know <laughs> we see that other people are coming. So I mean, this is happening. But it's like. Guys, yeah, you make yeah, me yeah. watch for four hours, and I'm no, making me watch up. as if I don't have a choice. But watch for four hours. You can show me somebody going home. The build-up I mean, was crazy this time. You know, and, and just to touch on a couple of people real quick. So, you know, Lacey gets there and unfortunately has to leave because her grandfather passes away. But mm-hmm. she, her and Iggy had sort of gotten a thing. And then when she came back, I thought she was talking as if she missed like three weeks worth of time. She's like, everybody's been here, and they've been in this, and I missed everything. You missed like a day. You missed like a couple of days. Well, I think she was probably more so pointing out the fact that like we all, a lot of us kept, you know, she left early. A lot of us that went through the actual. Oh, got to stay in the hotel yeah, and do kept, all that. Yeah, I think there Not was Not necessarily so, just the paradise days. You right, mean like everything. Right. I think there was a little bit more to it than, you know, if you left in those first couple of days and you missed uh, everything that went down, um, then you didn't get to form. The bonds that some of us have formed or were able to form with each other throughout that. Because then you had – she came back and I think she was sort of almost – not expecting she but felt, thought that even feeling disconnected that, oh, may, the thing with Iggy would still be a, a thing. Yeah. And then it wasn't because he was growing out as you say. Right. And then obviously you see her sort of wandering aimlessly. But it was, it was an interesting disconnect because, again, Iggy – seemingly had a great opening to guarantee himself a rose right. and instead wanted to bro out. Yeah. Um well and then there's then there's also, you know, dynamics change. Things shift. Like as you see, it's not just uh what I had going on and uh you know it's everybody. You could there was a different feel to the whole thing. I think, you know, what you would have saw if the rose ceremony played out that night before the shutdown. Um, I think that would have been very much different from what you're about to see yeah. in the next rose ceremony. I think the dynamic changed a lot. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Again, you'll never see what would have happened of course. that night, but then you fast forward um, you know, more than two weeks later, and that's, that's a lot of time. Things change. And so Jack Stone... Who you always have to say Jack Stone. Oh, you apparently. can't just say no. That's which is that's I mean, a rule. Actually. Yeah, I mean, I guess in radio we're sort of used to that because you know a lot of radio people so, always use their first and last yeah, name, artists and things like which, that. Even being in the business, I don't always quite get. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But whatever. It's Jack Stone. It's Jack. Make Stone. no mistake. <laughs> so, if you have to introduce yourself as I'm not a predator, <laughs> is that? I mean, that's probably bad, right? So I, I freaking I had so much fun with Jack. He's hilarious. And here's the thing. If, so, if you get his sense of humor. So Jack is a little creepy looking on the show because he's uh, always smiling. And he, again, if you have to lead with, man. I'm not a predator, probably not the best. But then he keeps talking to these women and everybody seems to, maybe not like like him, like him, but 
everybody likes Jack Stone. Everybody likes him. But do you get where sort of the creepiness comes along? Like I know you, you like him as a dude, but the fact that <laughs> no, he's always see. smiling, he, the smile is always going, right? Just like this. And I know this is great for audio, but I'm smiling. <laughs> he's never not smiling. It's like a permanent grin. Yeah. yeah. So if you're always smiling, and then ear I have to, to say, hi, I'm Jack Stone. I'm not a predator. <laughs> Are you going to think I'm a predator? I think you might think I'm a predator. Well, in my experience, like anytime somebody has to tell you that this isn't the way it is, then it probably is. That That's way. what I'm saying. So you get the disconnect there. I hope. I, I know you know, so it's a little different. Oh, but just on the outside looking in, you're like, oh, I can "That's understand. a little creepy." No, I get it. I get it. You don't have to explain. Um, yeah, you know, best part was doing Paradise was getting to know some of the guys who I didn't get that close with, and you know, doing the Bachelorette. Jack was one of those guys. Um, yeah, there's no denying that, that that smile can definitely... <laughs> and and I think I know someone that you probably didn't get to know that well, um, because he, it was weird. I mean, he had had a run on JoJo's season and sort of was the the, the oil to, uh, to, to, to angry Chad's vinegar, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so Alex is there, and right away, one of the first things they show him saying is <sighs> sort of... Whether it was you or or whether it was Nick, I don't want to be one of those guys, you know, being the costume guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I mean, <laughs> listen, the co- you know, if if there was ever a place for the costume, it's paradise. And I think it, it definitely goes along with the theme of you can't take this thing too seriously. And as much as I like. Alex, I think that's kind of what he got stuck doing, and he was so – he took it too seriously, and he was a little bit too much like so hung up on the rose, you know? I think if if he didn't – I think if he didn't work so hard to chase after the rose, I think the rose would have came to him because he's a good dude, and he got along with everybody. Did he, though? Gr- everybody there, everybody there he did. There were a lot I mean, I don't of know about that- the women, but I mean – he got as the group of guys there. I mean, but what happened with him is, you know, he just got too, too focused on what it was going to take to stay there rather than just like be there and have a good time and get to know anybody and it would fall into place. Like it was very apparent that he had to get that rose. And I think that was his only mistake in Mexico. I think if he just laid back, relaxed, but maybe that's just not Alex. I don't know him well enough, but. Um, I could tell you he's a likable guy. I just think he just got so caught up in who, how am I going to get this rose and who's going to give it to me, and it just kind of like worked against yeah. him. And we've had him on here before. So oh yeah, I mean, okay. And and so he was he was. I great... think if you had, if you asked him now if he went back, he probably would have because he's he's very much like a laid back dude. He's a San Diego guy. Yeah, serves our country. Guy. I mean, like. Yeah, he, he checks all the boxes. Like, Definitely. hey, good dude, good dude, good He's dude. He's somebody that when I got there, man, I connected with him uh, right away. You know, even though he, he gives me a little dig in the in the interview, like I can remember hanging out with him and Benzie the first day at the bar and um, having some real good conversations. I just think you know when the shutdown came again, it like intensified everything, and like he got too he got too caught up in all that. I yeah. think if he had to do it all over again, he would just. Because they you didn't know, really explain it a ton, a ton, and I don't know if you were included in it all, but 
after the shutdown and obviously before it was even Amanda said, like, oh, I probably would have given my rose to Alex. And they alluded to all these different things that either he was saying or people were saying about him or – and they never really explained that. Just like, oh, yeah, I heard that too. I heard that too. And I don't know if it was social media or just talking sort of DMs or whatever. Like, I don't know if you know any of what yeah, I don't know. That. I don't know any particulars. I just know that I think, you know, the focus kind of shifted to, like, the shutdown and what was going on surrounding that. And, um, you know, some people were still so focused on getting the rose when really uh, most of us couldn't even couldn't even think about a rose ceremony when all that was going on. And I just think that he wanted to stay. We all wanted to stay, but like, um, and and he would have stayed if, if probably if the rose ceremony happened that night, as you hear him in to say, it probably would have happened. He probably would have stuck around. But then I think those everything does shift like it does, and then you get back there after those couple weeks off, and now you're scrambling a little bit. You know, you want to make sure and capitalize on whatever you had going on before you left. Some people, so you could stick around. So if you're sort of clinging to what was before. Um, you know, and that, that whole thing, if it's, if it's fizzled out when you don't even realize it, then you're stuck like treading water with that situation rather than just move on and try to find something else that might work for yourself. So I think that's what you see him doing. He starts to scramble a little bit and it's too bad because I would have liked to have had him around a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, again, everything changed when, for when we got back. So I think you needed to like hit the reset button and start from scratch a little bit. And it's just not everybody was able to do that. Yeah, and, so. and it was. Listen, I've I'm a taller dude, so I've never had to deal with that as as are you. Uh-huh. But it's always easy with with shorter guys because then they all all that's what people go to. Yeah, yeah. And I don't necessarily know people would have if he wasn't so on the whole time, like going person to person, going for and you know that's sort of I'm, sticking to Amanda like at. like glue. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you know, a little mean, but when they were going like. With Alexis and and Vinny, like, oh, let's pretend to have the conversation, and they were having. I was like, awkward, right? Oh, it's a little mean. I don't know. Yeah, it was a little. It can get harsh there. Um, it, and yeah, he, you put it a good way. I mean, you're if you're always on, if you're always on, if you're always on, sometimes you just got to be off and relax and vibe with people, and I just think then things will fall into place and it'll work out. But I just think he got too hung up. But it's it's hard not to, like, scramble and want to be there. You're on a beach in Mexico. Right. You're having fun with everybody. Like, you don't want to have to go home and miss out. You know, everybody's got some FOMO, you know? <laughs> oh, I mean, sure. that's the way it works. So, like, you get there and I'm like, man, I came all the way back here to Mexico. I want to make sure I stick around. But I think this was working before you got to be pretty quick to realize, man, maybe not. You know, sense that it's not there and then move on to something else and he just – wasn't able to do that, I guess. But. You know, and even though – so Dean and Christina had their – they hung out basically for the break and then came back and whatever. Like, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah. But I – kudos to Raven again because they asked her. They said, oh, so what – and she's like, yeah, they were hitting me up and I just ghosted them. I was like, forget this. And Oh, the guys. Yeah. Well, both of them. Yeah. Trying to still sort of weather well, – just laying the groundwork in case you go back and trying to get the rose yeah, yeah. or whatever it is. And she's just like, yeah. I mean, maybe it's easier because she knew if you did come back, listen, I'm still going to be the one with the rose. But right. she's just well, having none the, of it. That's the other thing, too, that you got to realize. Things are really nice and easy and luxurious. And, you know, you don't have to worry too much or think about anything at all when you have the roses. 
I mean, that's the beauty of that whole thing. Um, so you're watching right now. The girls got them. Things shift in a different sense when the guys have them. I can imagine. You know what I mean? So like, it's a whole. I have different... a feeling. So next week we're gonna get a whole like twist around of who's a little calmer and who's yeah. Like I mean, maybe Alex, if if the guys would start out with the roses, maybe Alex doesn't go a hundred miles an hour the whole right. time. Right. No, I would agree with that. And it's just you know. You get that rose and, you know, the power's in your hands. You're able to take a deep breath, relax, and just kind of lay back in your lounge chair and have a margarita and not worry too much about it because you know you're sticking around. So, like, if that that rose ceremony, you know it's just around the corner a couple days out, you know that you're going to probably be there for almost a week because you have the roses and you're able to stick around. So, like, um, it allows you to relax a lot more than when the shoe's on the other foot. Well, so we get to see that next week. Um, are you more excited, less excited, equally excited now that you've sort of seen what the process is? After, obviously, you'd already experienced it, but now seeing, okay, this is what it looks like. This is what it's like watching it back. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. different from The Bachelorette, obviously. Uh, I mean, we saw more of you in this True. this first week True. than we did the entire yes, run of The Bachelorette. the first episode, actually. Right? Yeah. No, I... I'm I'm relieved um, because I think that um, it's again you know we've talked about this in here before it's reality TV some people take it so seriously but I think with Paradise um, it does have that that silly tone to it so finally you get to kind of take reality TV for what, TV for what it is and that I don't want to say so but I mean it's, it's something this is why this is the summer show. The very lighthearted, you know, summer's winding down. Let's have that last gasp of fun and everybody's going to enjoy this. So, like, I think it's just, I think it's a lot of fun. Hopefully that's the way it'll move forward. I know you're going to see some tears. Obviously we see the the uh, coming attractions and you tears. see a lot, a of, lot tears. of tears. So there's still some drama in there. But for the most part, I have a lot of fond memories of Mexico. And I'm looking forward to to watching it play out, move forward. It might get a little cringeworthy at times, but um, no, I now that I get the layout and the premise of the whole thing, I, I think that I'm enjoying it and it seems like you are too. Yeah, so. listen, this is, especially now that we know, again, we get tears, but we're all into the fun portion. Yeah. You know, we knew what we had to deal with and that had to be addressed, but now we're... Yeah, and we're that into- was, that, again, not to digress, but like that was very much... The tone that the producers were trying to set when we got back, it was we need to address this. You, you don't sweep this something like this under the rug, but once we do it, let's try to move forward here and be positive and, and make this um, an enjoyable ride. And that's that's what we do. After we leave the rose room with with Chris Harrison, you know there might have been a, you know it might have popped in. Here or there, that topic about what had went down weeks prior prior to. But we get back to the business at hand pretty quickly, and that's you know trying to make the best of of the summer uh, in Mexico. So, yeah, I mean, I got a good feeling about the rest of this thing. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I think we're just doing Monday nights from now on. The, the two-parter was just for the finale. So I think it's just Monday nights moving forward. And, um, no, you can expect to see a lot of – a lot of nice things develop. I'm very Lots excited. Lots to look forward to. And uh, so thank you for coming by again. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. And so it's Matt underscore Munson underscore. Yeah. Right? You know, the the, right, the another Matt Munson 
commented on a picture of mine the other day that it's just Matt underscore Munson, and he thinks that people are getting confused. So I'm glad that you cleared that up yes. for everybody. Un- the listening. second underscore is very important. I mean, because mine <laughs> is Ryan, Ryan underscore A underscore Jones because okay. shockingly Ryan Jones was not available. And there's like shocking because I mean every variation of my of Matt Munson has been taken up. So I ended up with underscore underscore, and uh, it's so weird. I yeah, mean, I, you're like, why do you use so many underscores? Is it well, because I had no Ryan, Ryan Jones? I might as well be Joe Smith. Ryan Jones is the most Ridiculous. common name. Thanks, mom. <laughs> It's the most common name ever. So, I didn't think mine was that common. No, it's not. It's, apparently, there's a lot of. I mean, I bet there's still people that mis, mis, misspell Munson. Oh, sure. No one misspells Jones. I'm sure. No, it's not a true. fake name. I'm not making up a fake name to come on here. Like, no, not, I just have a boring name. But Bachelor <laughs> Podcast okay. was name. not taken. So uh, you can find us at Bachelor Podcast on all socials. And unfortunately, you're still just on Instagram. Yeah. We're still well, working actually, on the Twitter. I, I did tweet the other night. Um, oh! When. Because. Like we talked oh, about before, this is good news. Like the this. the um, the glitter, you know, you got a lot of people sitting at home that probably how the hell do you get rid of glitter? I mean, um, and I think Vinny from the Jersey Shore tweeted about how it's going to take the Whoa. freaking guy a while to get rid of that that glitter. So, so I wanted you, to clarify. It so was you tweeted, yeah, just just back at Vinny about. So what is your Twitter? Um, I'd have to look that up. Oh, that's bad. You got to be prepared. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm Matt, very slow, Matt just Munson. like I am with this whole reality TV thing. I'm I'm probably slower with with social media, but we'll find it after we get off the air. That'll be <laughs> well. Listen, we'll get it all straight. Uh, I've obviously been trying to push you to. To, to make it to the world of the Twitter. I appreciate it. Are you a big Twitter guy? I, I prefer Twitter. Oh, and you do? Okay. For, for the social, which goes back to another thing, how Robbie apparently decided to use part of his date to talk about being a social uh, media influencer. It's a whole, whole different issue. Yeah. But I find Twitter to be the most enjoyable. But f- as far as money-making goes, if you want to make a career, Instagram or YouTube are the places to be. Okay. Uh, not to get too inside radio here. But Twitter is more, I think, for fun and certainly fun, yeah. like watching The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. The real-time tweets are the best. I know. I know you don't get that on Instagram. You don't get true. that no, even on Facebook because of the algorithm and it throws stuff all over the place. Uh-huh. Twitter's real-time. Yeah. And you see people on the show talking about it. And you see, so we're – got to keep that in mind. We're going to get you tweeting. Okay, perfect. And – got a lot to learn, but I feel like I'm in the right place. So if you, if you follow <laughs> at Bachelor Podcasts uh, on Twitter – we're going to find Matt's Twitter. We're going to get it up there so you can follow him on Instagram and Twitter. And then we'll, we'll work on even more social. Perfect. But that's what we're So gonna... this might not be my last time here in studio. Well, I hope not. Good. I'm so, glad to hear you but, say but that. But this is Ryan Jones because I'm using my full name, like Jack Stone, Ryan Jones, <laughs> for Christine Lee and Katie Pilata, who are on vacation and missing out on all of this brilliance. Oh, no. But they'll be back next week when we talk more about Bachelor in Paradise. And Matt, I, I hope you come back and see you soon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me once again. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.